Foul Line Jumper, page 224. Dorf is on our doorstep on Saturday morning. I presume to plan for the next game. We each shoot 200 free throws in the backyard and I'm pumped. Me and Ginny have been tweaking the set plays for the finals, I say. We'll need to improve on our transition from defence. Killer said that it was still a bit sloppy and I think he's right. Doof cuts in. I've got to tell you something. I dribble the ball, yeah? I found Theodore, Archie's nephew. I stopped dribbling. Young Theo, actually for real? He nods. He shows me his phone. There is Theo Postlethwaite smiling at us from his Facebook page. So he's real. You sure that's him? It's a weird name. Gotta be. His face falls as his screen goes black. Man, I'm out of battery. Stupid cheap phone. I pick up mine. Should we message him? I don't have a Facebook account. I can log into mine, but I reckon you should write it. I take some time to compose the message. Dear Mr. Postlethwaite, my name is Dougal. I am Ruth Fife's grandson. I hope you are okay with me contacting you. Did you have an uncle called Archie Postlethwaite? If you did, my nana wants to know more about how he died. It would really help nana to know. She thinks a lot about... She thinks about Archie a lot. Thank you, Dougal Fife. Dougal reads it over. Very polite, Dougal, he says, hitting send. I don't know how I feel about discovering more about Archie. I didn't believe he existed until now, but I guess we might never hear back from young Theo anyway. Dorf's still holding my phone, looking at the screen. What's the deal with these texts from tickets, I ask. I grab my phone. It's nothing. The guy's a moron. Doof points to my phone. Looks like he hates your guts. Yeah, well, he doesn't like losing. What can I say? What secret is he on about? The secret, I say, racking my brain. The secret of winning, Doof thinks. Reckon we should go watch one of their games. See if we can get under his skin before the finals. The less I see of tickets, the better. But Doof is real already making a call on my phone. Titchy says, want to play some mind games? He finishes the call and grins at me. Titch has a great idea. Two buses and a train later, Elodie, Doof and I, I know weird, right, make it to the Eels match by half time. Elodie smiles mischievously at me. We have to cheer tickets. Serious? Why? Then I see it. Brilliant, Elodie, I say. He'll be so freaked out. Precisely my intention, she says. The Eels are playing Moorbark, who they'd be expected to beat. But they're down by four and they're fighting. Angry voices come from their huddle and players are pointing at each other. Tickets is front and centre, yelling accusations at his teammates about not putting the ball where he needs it until his dad threatens to bench him for the rest of the game. Control your temper, Tickets Senior yells at his son. Elodie stifles a giggle. Role model? Must be hard, I say, having his dad as a coach. He's a dog, Doof says. He deserves to go down. Don't tell me you're going soft on him. Elodie smiles. Remember our strategy? 
killing with kindness, doof groans. It's when the eels get back on court that I notice someone in their huddle, drumming her foot. I freeze. Her eyes dart and dash, just like her brothers used to. Eliza. Andy called her Lizy Lou. I don't know what to do. Do I go and say hi? I didn't even speak to her at the funeral. She didn't play against us in the gastro-infested game. Maybe she was sick. Couldn't she have chosen another sport or a different team at least? When the team restarts, I'm transfixed because she runs just like Andy, a loping run with her hands curled up. My heart pounds and my chest aches. Aorta, pull yourself together. This would not be a good time to try anything. After a while, Ticket Senior subs her off. And as she runs to the bench, she sees me. Her eyes flash with recognition, surprise, and then hurt. She slows her run to a walk and stops beside me. Bug. Her voice is unsteady. Eliza, the look she gives me isn't exactly a smile, but it's calm and knowing. Weird, hey? I say, hoping she isn't angry at me. She nods. How are your parents going, I ask, with the whole, you know, the inquest and everything. She swallows. The inquest, it's terrible. Like living, living that day over and over again. I want to tell her it's the same for dad, but I don't. Because he didn't lose a brother or a son. It's been terrible for dad, but it's not the same. There is a lot I want to say, like, do you think my dad could go to jail? And do your parents want him to? And do you blame him? And here are a hundred reasons why you shouldn't. And I and do you know that two days before the horrible accident, he was diagnosed with a crappy genetic condition he never knew he had and could barely see? Instead, I smile and say, have a good game, Eliza. And she runs off to her bench, leaving me feeling like a truck has mown me down. Too many parts of my life are colliding and I don't know how much longer I can hold it all together. Meantime, Doof and Elodie have got to work on tickets and their newly formed cheer squad works a treat. Every time tickets goes near the ball, we make as much noise as we can, ignoring the stunned looks from their bench. Ticket smiles initially at the applause and then the smile falls from his face when he sees it's us. You're hot, Tickets, I yell. Tickets is a legend, Doof calls. Sartorial elegance, Tickets, a lady says. Mackenzie looks over at us, grinning and frowning. We have the whole team guessing, and we don't care. Tickets is totally put off his game. Cops an earful from his dad, and eels go down by two. They'll still make the finals, but we've made our point.